Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Spark. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them across the UK. This story was told by Ashley. At our night at the Brixton Ritzy, when the theme was bad timing. So, where do I start? So, I, when I was in college, or uni, as you guys say, I had a whirlwind romance, where all good romances start in America, spring break. Um... (laughs) I met this guy on, on a beach one night. Um, I was with a bunch of my friends. He was there for spring break as well. Um, we all ended up having like a great like time on the beach. We were drinking. We were just like watching the sunset, all of that. Lots of more drinking, nonetheless. Um, this guy and I, we just really had a great connection. And um, I thought there, okay, yeah, this is great, great little fling here, but never gonna work. That was the first kind of part of of bad timing. We did what uh, uni folks do, we exchanged Facebooks and uh, became friends. And we kept in touch, you know, a little bit here and there um, throughout. So that was my junior year or third year of college in America, it's four years. So, After I graduated, um, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, in the U.S. for a while. Um, Again, we would talk to each other, you know, during holidays, birthdays, things like that. Um, But at a certain point, I decided that I wanted to move to New York. I wanted to um, start a new chapter of my life, so I moved out there. And even though we hadn't talked much, as soon as he heard that I was moving to New York, and that time he was in Washington, D.C., which is about two hours away, um, he asked for my address and actually sent me a housewarming present when I moved in, which was like, oh, wow, okay, all right, I guess you really like me. Um, So after that, we continued to kind of stay in touch more and more after that. I started to take him a little bit more seriously. And um, next thing you know, we were in a relationship, a long-distance relationship at that. And I think everyone kind of knows how that goes. So after, um, you know, we fell very, very deeply in love very, very quickly. And after about a year of kind of going back and forth between the two cities, 
I decided to move to DC um, to be with him. So no more long distance. We went from long distance actually to living together. So that was a really, really big step. Um, about uh, a year, or not even a year, like, a, a, I don't know, maybe like six months. I was saying a year to make it seem a little better, but uh, <laughs> six months in, uh, I had a bit of a bombshell. I, I found out that I was pregnant. Yeah, so long distance, moving in, pregnant, six months, great. Um, and I struggled with trying to figure out how to tell him this. Um, it was all really new to us to even be in a relationship and actually, you know, waking up to see each other and all of that. And I, in my mind, I was just kind of going crazy about what he would think. And, you know, he, you know, we were very different than each other. He was more of like the bad boy. And that's what I liked about him. He was like very rebellious. He had a motorcycle and um, I didn't, I had a bike. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, he, you know, he was the yin to my yang. And so with this new news, I kind of didn't really know how he would take it. And I, Personally, you know, it was really bad timing for me. I was in a point where I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next with my career. And, you know, we were both like, you know, 24, 25 at that time. And so it just really wasn't right. So um, we, I remember we, we took a, we went out to dinner and we were walking back to the car and I just kind of blurted it out. I was like, so I'm, I'm pregnant and I don't know what to do about it. Um, I don't think I'm ready, um, but you know, what do you think? And he was like, well, whatever you wanna do, I mean, I'm here. And I was like, okay, that didn't help, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we both made the mutual decision that, you know, this just was not good timing for us. And, um, you know, so we made the decision, we were like, okay, so let's like, let's call Planned Parenthood, which is, um, uh, I, I don't know how much you guys know about Planned Parenthood, but, but it's a place where women can go and you know get birth control, get abortions, kind of lots of different services there, sexual health planning, protection, all that stuff. And so we decided, we made an appointment, put it in our calendars, and we were ready to go. So the night before, um, I was not at home. I was at my parents' home, which was like a little early. I didn't tell them, uh, obviously, but um, I, you know, he was going out with his cousin the night before, and so we were like, okay, well, tomorrow you'll pick me up. We'll, you know, figure this all out. So that night, he, you know, we talked on the phone before he went out, and, you know, we talked about the time and everything like that. And the next day, um, in the morning, it was really weird. I didn't hear from him. And I was like, okay, like where? This is kind of important. <laughs> um, um, and so I called his phone, and he didn't answer. And I was getting really worried. This was a little earlier in the day. The appointment wasn't until like 3 p.m. at night. So I was like, but it was 9. And I was like, okay, it's weird for me to not hear from you. Um, and then, like, Maybe an hour later, I get a call from his cousin, and he's like, hey. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> Do you know where Brandon is? <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, you know, 
let me just, you know, he, you know, let me, let me, he wanted me to call you. Why don't I just come pick you up and bring you back? And I was like, oh my gosh, first I was really embarrassed because I hadn't told anyone. And I was like, I don't want your cousin to know about our business and all that. So he picks me up in the car and he drives me to his house and he's making this really weird small talk. And I was like, what? like I don't know about the weather. It's kind of gray. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, and we get to the house, and we go downstairs, and I'm still like, okay, well, where's Brandon? Because we have something to do in, like, a couple of hours. Like, I really need to talk to him, and I still haven't heard from him. Do you know where he is? And he just kind of skated around the issue. So we said, oh, yeah, like, Brandon's downstairs. Like, let's go downstairs. So we go into the basement, and I walk downstairs, and already I'm pissed. I'm like, okay, I see him, like, laying on, like, a a bed, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing in the bed? <laughs> like, we're, we have something to do. And at that moment, he, like, turns his head, and he was just, like, so, so, so weak. And I was like, what is going on? And he pulls the cover off of himself. He had actually gotten into a motorcycle accident the night before. So that's why I hadn't heard from him. So... He had gone out with his friends and he was running late and he had come around the corner and essentially the whole like half of his body had been skinned from like top to bottom. And when he pulled the covers off, it was just like bandages upon bandages upon bandages. And like it was crazy because you know here I am in this position where I'm like oh this is like the moment where I need you to be strong for me and like we looked at each other and we were like oh my god <laughs> like in this moment we never like we had always been connected but at this point we were like wow we need each other more than ever I still went to the appointment but unfortunately he wasn't able to go and that's my story that was Ashley. Next up, Banker, with another story about bad timing. So um, uh, my friend was dating this guy. I can't remember how they met. It might have been like one of the apps or something. And she thought he was like the most fun, like greatest guy in the world. And he was like just one of those people that like partied super hard, like drank a lot, did a lot of drugs, but it was fine. He was always super fun around her and whoever they were hanging out. And he had a birthday party, so she invited me along to his birthday party. And I thought, oh, it would be a fun way to meet new people. So I went to his birthday party. Uh, and it's at some pub, and there's all these really cool people at the party. And I'm walking around meeting people, having great conversations. But for some reason, the guy just decided that he didn't like me. And um, he was just being really rude and really nasty. And I just thought, OK. Um, well, that's her, the guy she's dating, so I don't really care. And everyone else seems to be really nice and really cool, so I'll just talk to them. And then one of his friends said, oh, I'm having a birthday party tomorrow. You should come to my birthday party. So I said, cool. But the party that first night kept going, and everybody was getting drunker and drunker. And we left, and we went to the um, first guy's mom's house. For the, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So we get to the house, he's getting drunker and drunker, and he's grabbing girls, like, butts and boobs, and just being super weird. But I'm like, he's dating her, so I have to be nice to him because of that, and I'll just talk to other people, it's not a big deal. 
and we we all leave. It's mostly a great night, just with like one obnoxious issue in the night, not a big deal. So we go home, and the next day I have lots to do, so I'm like running around, going to this thing or that thing. You know how it is in the summertime, where one person has a barbecue, and there's another party here, and another party there, and you're trying to be everywhere at the same time. So I don't show up at their party until like, six or seven o'clock, the sun is still out, there's a barbecue, and everybody's just so cool. So I get to the party, and I'm talking to people that I'd met the night before, meeting new people, but this guy keeps walking back to me, and he keeps saying awful things, and like grabbing me and touching me, and I just start thinking in my head about what I could do to make him stop. And I thought, if I punch him in the face, he'll have a black eye, and that might be awkward for him at work. Um, I'm holding a bottle. If I break it and I hit him with it, then I might kill him or at least like go to jail for some kind of assault. And I'm just trying to figure out like how do I stop this situation because he's not taking me seriously. Everyone else is pretending they can't see him, not just touching me, but touching like multiple other girls in the party and everybody's pretending that this is okay. And for me, the bad timing wasn't so much the fact that I was there, but the fact that I didn't leave. And the first night I left early because I was sick of it and we were at his mom's house. So to me, he was supposed to be in that space. So I was the one that was supposed to leave. And then the second party, I was invited by someone else, but it was his friend. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why should I have to leave this space because of this person who's behaving badly? He should leave, but it's his friend. What do I do? Like, how do I be safe in this space? Like, what can I do in this space? And I'm not, um, I'm not like a quiet person who just kind of lets things happen. So, at some point in the evening, he comes up to me, and I'm literally, it's like slow motion. I see him walking up to me, and I know it's going to be a problem. And I'm holding a bottle of beer in my hand, and I'm literally thinking to myself, like, will I go to prison? I mean. <laughs> Will this cost me my job? I really like my job. I like my flat. I need to be able to pay for the flat. And <laughs> so I put my drink down. And he comes up to me. And I'm wearing like shorts. And he puts his hand inside my shorts. And I grab his hand. And I twist it behind his back. And um, as this is happening, two of his friends just swoop in and grab him and drag him out of the party. And my heart is racing because I wasn't thinking. Like, once he did that, my brain actually stopped working and I just kind of went into self-defense mode. And then they take him out of the party. My friend comes up to me and she's apologizing. And I want to leave, but she doesn't want me to leave because she doesn't want it to be a situation where... I leave and I'm angry and something bad has happened. She wants to kind of ease things away so it can go away so I can be okay with being there. And I hated that. I hated the fact that everyone was coming to me and saying, no, it's fine, it's fine, don't leave, don't leave, no, it's okay. And then I end up staying. So I'm still at the party and I'm getting another drink and this guy comes back in and apparently he'd done like a line of cocaine or something. Apparently that makes you feel, I don't know. He comes back in and he comes up to me to apologize and he puts both of his hands on my thighs and he leans in very closely to apologize to me and I'm like, why am I still here? I don't say anything to him, I just get up and I leave and my friend doesn't go with me, she just kind of watches me leave. And then the weird thing about it was, I just 
thought to myself in my head, I don't ever want to see him again. If you ever invite him to something, let me know and I'm not coming. And if you're going to choose between me and him, then I choose that I will no longer be friends with you. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. But a weird thing happened. Um, his sister lived in Paris and she sent me an invite on Facebook because she was one of the people I'd met who had been lovely at one of the other two parties. And she said, I'm having a party. And I just happened to be in Paris the weekend she was having a party. And I thought to myself, she lives in Paris. He lives in London. He, there's no way he's going to be there. And I go to the party. And I was in Paris with some of my friends from um, the States that had never been to Paris before. And I thought, how cool for them to go to a, someone who lives locally his house and meet people who are from there and have like this experience that they probably wouldn't have had on vacation by themselves. So I bring them to the party. And of course, he's there at the party, which would have been fine if he had just left me alone. He walks over to me. And he grabs my arm and he licks my arm. And he says in my, I can't remember exactly what words it was, but it was to the, to basically, what are you going to do? And I said to myself, you know what? I came here. I took the risk that this person was going to be here. And I'm just going to leave. And I left. I've never seen him since. Um, if I did see him, I don't have the same job I had before. I don't have the same flat I had before, so I probably... <laughs> I've been working out a little bit. I'd probably be a bit looser <laughs> with a um, bottle or with a punch. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Spark True Stories. If you love what we do, please help us spread the word by leaving us a review on iTunes. For more true stories and to see a live event, head to stories.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.